Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Michael McCurry. I'm very grateful for the fact that you're listening right now, and I'm excited to introduce to you Dr. Paul Levine. In just a moment, he'll be speaking to all of us, and he'll be preaching the last part of a message entitled, Obey the Gospel. And I hope you have already. If you haven't, then today is for you. If you missed the previous portions of this broadcast, you can absolutely go back after the broadcast is over and listen to the archived versions on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You name it. We would love to welcome you into the vast archives available of Bible Tract Echoes. Now, in just a moment, we're going to jump back in with Dr. Paul explaining that understanding the work of Christ, what he did for us to provide salvation, and accepting that work for yourself, understanding and believing with your heart, well, they're two different things. Listen now as Dr. Paul concludes the message, Obey the Gospel. Talking to this king, he says, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? You believe those prophets? And then he says, I know that thou believest. I know you believe these prophets. You see, King Agrippa was a Jew too. And evidently he knew something about the Old Testament. So the apostle Paul says to King Agrippa, do you believe those prophets? I know you do. Well, now look, young folks, if King Agrippa believed those prophets, what did he believe? He believed in the death of Christ. If he believed those prophets, he believed in the resurrection of Christ. You can find it in Isaiah 53. You can find it in, in, uh, in Psalm 22 and in many other places. If King Agrippa believed the prophets, he believed in the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, and that Christ was the Savior. Because that's what the prophets foretold. And, and, and if he believed the prophets, that's what he believed. But notice something. Even though King Agrippa believed in the death of Christ, believed in the resurrection of Christ, and believed that Jesus Christ was the Savior, he was on his way to hell. Why not? Because he hadn't obeyed the gospel. See? He hadn't obeyed the gospel. He had never repented and turned to Christ. He had never received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. So even though he believed in the death of Christ, the burial and resurrection of Christ, the saving work of Christ, he's on his way to hell because he had never obeyed the gospel and never received Jesus Christ and been born again. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him should have remission of sins. See, the prophets told about Jesus. One day, Jesus walking down the road with two men on the way to a little town called Emmaus. The Bible says, beginning at Moses and all the scriptures, Jesus Christ expounded unto them in all of these scriptures the things concerning himself. They're in the Old Testament. All right. Uh, Jesus said to another group one day, he said, Moses wrote of me. If you believe Moses, you'd believe in me. In the volume of the book, it's written to me. Now, what's the point? The point is King Agrippa believed the prophets. Paul said so. And if he believed those prophets, he believed in the death of Christ, resurrection of Christ, saving work of Christ. In spite of the fact he believed all that, he's going to hell. What about you tonight? He said, Brother Paul, I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I'm glad you do. And all Christians do believe that. But you can believe that and not be a Christian. See? If you believe that, that Christ died for our sins and rose again, but reject him as your Lord and Savior, you're still not saved even though you believe he died for you and rose again for you. Well, you said, Brother Paul, I not only believe that he died for our sins, I believe that he rose again. Well, that's great. I'm glad you believe that. But every Christian believes that. But you can believe that and not be a Christian. 
You can believe he died, you can believe he rose again, but if you don't receive him and if you don't obey the gospel, you're still not saved. Well, you say, Brother Paul, I not only believe he died, and I don't believe he rose again, I believe he's the only Savior there is. That's wonderful. Every Christian believes that. But you can believe that and not be a Christian. Now, let me give you uh, a little uh, homely illustration of this. Supposing across the street from where you live, there's a man that's sick, very sick. He got all kinds of things wrong with him. His gallbladder's on the bum, pancreas won't work. He's got very close veins. His veins are too close together. His adenoids have fallen out. Got a couple of three buckets full of gallstones. Just everything's wrong with him. And he's just about to die. So, uh, somebody calls a doctor. The doctor goes over there. And uh, about a week later, you go over there to see this man again. And he's worse. And you go in there and you say to this friend of yours, say, hey, you're worse today than you were last week at this time. So that's right. Can you call a doctor? Yes. Well, doesn't the doctor know what's wrong with you? Yes. Well, didn't he give you any medicine? Yes. Didn't he give you the right kind of medicine? Oh, yes. He gave me the right kind of medicine, all right. Now, the doctor knew, knows what's wrong with you. He gave you some medicine. He gave you the right kind of medicine. Well, now, if he, if he knows what's the matter with you, and if he gave you the right kind of medicine, how come you're worse? And the dying man says, well, I just haven't gotten around to taking any of it yet. Now, watch this. Here's a man in bad shape. And the doctor says, just what's the matter with you? And this is a cure for it. And you take this, and you get well. And then... And the man's worse. And the reason he's worse is because he's never taken it. Now, now, now you say to this dying man, it's a, uh, uh, what's the matter with you? Don't you believe in that medicine? <laughs> well, he says, of course I believe in that medicine. Now, this sickness that I got runs in our family. Uncle Minnie had it, and Aunt Joe had it, and Grandpa had it, and several of the rest of the brothers and sisters, and they all took that medicine, and they got well. Well, surely I believe in that medicine. I know who made it. And I know what it's made of. And I know how it's made. And I know where it's made. I know all about the medicine. Yeah, but you're worse. Yeah, because you haven't taken any of it. You see, young folks, it's not how much you know about the medicine that cures you, it's whether you take it or not. It's not the medicine in the bottles that cures you. It's the, metal inside of you. It's the medicine inside of you that cures you. It's not just Christ and the glory that you know about that'll save you, but it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. You have to receive him just like you got to receive the medicine. All right. Now, across the alley from where you live, the other direction, there's an old man by the name of Uncle Ezra. And he's, he's got the same sickness and the same symptoms and the, they call the same doctor. Now, about a week later, here comes Elka Lazarus going down the main stem of the town, whistling and happy. He's about 98 years old. Boy, he's frisky and getting ready to play ball tomorrow afternoon and having a big time. And you say, hey, Uncle Lazarus, I thought you were sick. Ah, uh, I was sick. Well, how'd you get well so quick? Oh, doctor came to see me and told me what was the matter with me. And the doctor says, now I'm going to leave you some medicine and you take a dose of this. Three times a day, and you'll get well. 
And Uncle Ezra says, I, if, he, if he said I get well taking three doses a day, I could, I could get well twice as quick by taking 12, I mean, six doses a day. So about every hour or so, I just took a big swig of it. <laughs> hey, Uncle Ezra, who made that medicine? I don't know. What's in that medicine? I don't know. Where they make it? I don't know. How'd they make it? I don't know. You don't know much of anything, do you? You don't know who made the medicine. You don't know where it was made or how it was made or what it's made of. What do you know? I know I was sick, but I know I'm well. Well, how'd you get well? I took the medicine. Now, the first guy knew all about the medicine, wouldn't receive it, and had his funeral yesterday. The second fellow didn't know it all. He didn't know all about it, but he took it, young people. And because he took it, he got well. Now listen, you don't have to be a college graduate to go to heaven. If you'll just believe the good news of the gospel that Christ died for your sins and rose again, and you'll be willing to turn from your sins and receive Jesus Christ, you can be saved and you can know it. But don't rest in a false hope and go around and say, I believe what the Bible says, I'm going to heaven. You're not either going to heaven because you believe what the Bible says. You've got to do what the Bible says to go to heaven. And you've got to receive Jesus Christ and be saved. So don't put it off. We'll talk to you some more about this. We love you. We're your friends. We'll not give an invitation tonight, but it's not against the law to get saved tonight. You can see your counselor. You can see me. You can see Dr. Hall. You can see any of us around here. If you're not sure that you've really obeyed the gospel and received Jesus Christ, we want you to get it settled before you go to sleep tonight. Be a dreadful thing for you to die in your sleep and die lost forever. You know, I was holding meetings in a little town in Illinois near Peoria, a little town called Bartonville. And there was a 14-year-old girl there, and she was invited to come and hear me preach one night. And her mother said, no, she's not coming. We've got more important things to tend to that night. And the next day, she was going to, she was invited to come on a Friday night. And Saturday morning, that young lady, 14 years of age, was instantly killed in an automobile accident. How sad. Young people, you'll never make a decision that will decide so much in this life or in the next as your decision concerning Jesus Christ, whether you, refute, whether you receive him and obey the gospel or reject him and disobey the gospel. My prayer for you is that you receive him real soon. Hey, friend. How can we put it more succinctly than that? How can we make it more clear? Today and this week, you've heard the cure. What is the cure? Well, the gospel is the cure. Christ is the cure. And if you're listening right now, if you're under the sound of my voice, you could accept the free gift of salvation right now. All you've got to do is understand that, number one, you are a sinner. I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. We've all done things wrong. Number two, you must understand that the Bible says there's a penalty for our sin. For the wages of sin is death, and not just a physical death when our pulse stops and we take our last breath. No, friend, an eternal separation from God. Number one, we're sinners. Number two, there's a penalty for our sin. Number three, Jesus Christ paid the penalty. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lastly, this. All you must do is accept 
the free gift of salvation. If you'd like to do that today, would you let us know? If you have more questions in just a moment, the announcer will come on to tell you how you can contact us. If you have questions, comments, if you'd like more information about this amazing gift called salvation, we'd love to hear from you. Again, my name is Michael McCurry, and I'd love to interact with each and every one of you at our grand opening on Saturday, October 1st, right here in Odell, Illinois. Contact us for more information. I greatly appreciate the fact that you've listened in all this week. Please join us as we continue the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast next week, right here on the same channel, most likely the same time as well. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for your listenership thus far. Join us again. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.